Greetings, gentle listeners of the Brose Podcast. We hope you enjoyed your holiday weekend however you saw fit. We decided to take a well-deserved week off from podcasting to relax and recharge. And if you're wondering who determined that we deserved a week off, I mean, fucking we did. Jesus, get a grip. Anyway, we'll be back with a brand new episode next week. But today, we thought we'd take a trip way down memory lane, all the way back to December 2018, just two months after we started this podcast. Not only before the pandemic, but before we had separate microphones for everyone. Yikes! But we figured we'd bring you a little Christmas in July, so here it is. Our very first Broladay special, released December 24th, 2018. Thanks, as always, for your continued support of Brose, and enjoy the show. Are we all ready for this? Christmas? <laughs> Merry Christmas! Right. That's our new intro. God damn it. Merry Christmas! <laughs> Welcome to the Brose Podcast, the podcast for bros who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell. I am joined on this fine uh, Christmas Eve. Is it gonna be Christmas or Christmas Eve we put this out? Uh, depending, depending on, on when you <laughs> depending on when I put it up. Uh, I'm joined on this lovely Eve or holiday by my dear bros who I am thankful for every year. Mr. Richard Sweeten. Hi, everybody. Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hello, hello. And Mr. Tim Hansen. Hi, guys. It is a festive Brose Christmas. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all of you out there in podcast world. As is appropriate for a festive occasion such as this, this is round three. Or, excuse me, uh, round three of our fourth round of questions. We gotta come, I got to come up with a better way of differentiating that. It is episode 4.3 of the Brose podcast. The third round of questions here on the fourth round of episodes. <laughs> Alright, we need to work on this. It's the fourth session. It's a third fourth round. Session. Fourth session. So basically, for those of you who've never listened to the show before, you picked a really weird day to decide to get started on this podcast. I'm sorry. Go, go hang out with your family, for God's sake. But the whole premise of this show... <laughs> premise is that <laughs> drink we're four bros who drink rosé and we answer questions from you the listener and from the the family the women in our lives about the life the universe and everything and it's the christmas holiday guys well, how are you going to be spending your holiday rich uh, i will i will uh be spending my holiday drinking some yellowtail rosé mm-hmm. and i'll be with my family the entire day oh wow I, okay I'll, i generally I'll, I'll probably make myself a big breakfast and then wrap all my Christmas gifts because we don't do Christmas till like three o'clock. And then I'll go to my parents' house and so we're wrapping your gifts on Christmas Day for the most part. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sean. Um, what am I gonna do? I don't know. I probably well, I have ten year old, so gonna be rocking a Christmas morning. Yes. Probably. Cooking and breakfast. You're you're a big breakfast cooker. A big breakfast. Yes. Because that's all I got. <laughs> I got like two things in my holster, and one of them is cooking breakfast. <laughs> cooking breakfast and vacuuming. Well known for vacuuming and cooking food. <laughs> yeah. What will you what be are drinking, you drinking while you're doing? I'm drinking uh, Pear A Feast, Father and Son by Laurent Miquel, which is, uh, or probably like Laurent. 
Is it? I don't know. It's a French wine. Tim, Good. where will you be celebrating Christmas this year? The North Pole, right? No, that's just two <laughs> on the nose, Richie. God. Uh, it is really effing cold in Antarctica, though. Um, at Deception Island. <laughs> and Ooh. I feel like I've been bamboozled. I was expecting, like, a murder mystery dinner and, like, escape rooms. And all I got is, like, fucking otters. Or not otters. Seals and snow and scientists. And I'm bored out of my mind. So what you were expecting was actual deception. Yes, and I was deceived, so I guess I got what I wanted. Yeah, this is like yeah. this is like uh, ironic by Alanis Morissette, where the irony is that none of the statements are ironic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, if your record of like going to Easter Island and being disappointed by that, going to Deception Island and be disappointed by that, we gotta send you to Greenland next. I cannot wait to send you to Greenland. Yeah, but I already know that one. <laughs> what, were, what are you drinking to celebrate the holiday on Deception Island? Uh, I am rocking this white girl rosé. Wow. Wow. Good on you. I will be Are celebrating. Good night. Good on you. <laughs> Good on you. Uh, I will be celebrating uh, Christmas and the holidays with my wife and uh, traveling to various locations through South Jersey and uh, the Philadelphia suburbs to visit family. And while I'll be doing it, I'll be drinking Italia Roscato, uh, an Italian sweet rosé, uh, rosé dolce, according to this bottle. And it has lasted. It's got notes of strawberry and raspberry combined with a touch of sweetness because strawberry and raspberry apparently aren't sweet. <laughs> so you need a touch of sweetness on top of it. It's wonderful on its own, but also, but also a great pairing either with spicy foods, barbecue dishes, fresh fruit, and desserts. Enjoy chilled. Yeah, mine said it was good with spicy foods, too. I wonder if that's just a rosé thing. Hashtag just rosé thing. Hashtag rosé things. Maybe it kills the spice. Maybe, uh... I don't know. This is a complete spit. <laughs> what we want for Christmas this year, somebody to tell us what we're drinking. <laughs> we don't know. This yeah. is this is somebody 12 episodes deep. Somebody sommelier for Christmas. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is a sommelier. <laughs> if you are a sommelier and you're uh, interested in getting in touch with us to school us on the ways of brosé, we're available, of course, at, on Twitter at brosé underscore podcast. And you can get this podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and and various other podcast aggregating applications. And if you have a question for us on the podcast, you can always hit us up at brosequestions at gmail.com. Um, before we go on, I have a bit of housekeeping for us here. Uh, and this is not necessarily holiday related, but we ran an advertisement a couple of weeks ago on this podcast. And the uh, the company that ran this advertisement was apparently not happy with the results of the ad, and they wanted to uh, to clarify a few points. So this episode, this, this very, very special holiday episode, is brought to us by Chiquita Bananas. <laughs> It's Chiquita. Chiquita. Excuse me. Not Chiquita. Get the fuck out of here. Sorry sorry about that. Very much much apologize. Um, Chiquita values its sterling reputation in the produce community. Recently, we were informed of a lengthy advertisement that ran on the world-renowned Brose podcast that does not reflect the values or intentions of Chiquita Brand International or our affiliates. We would like to address some of the highly controversial passages and claims made in the aforementioned ad copy to ensure a continued healthy relationship between Chiquita and Brose, and more support, most importantly, between Chiquita and you, the banana-buying consumer. Chiquita bananas are delicious, sweet, and high in potassium, and are perfect as a midday snack 
or as part of a balanced breakfast. They are not designed to be used as weapons, whether to disable a vehicle or bludgeon a hapless victim in a late-night sneak attack. In fact, it's very likely that an appropriately light chi- ripe Chiquita banana would be completely ineffective in, in assailing any threat. Unless, of course, that threat is hunger. Chiquita would also like to dispute the advertisement's claims of the existence of a homicidal maniac dressed in a banana costume, using any sort of weapon against his enemies, let alone a bunch of bright, succulent Chiquita bananas. We cannot dispute whether the alleged banana man was using a dull banana, however. Never say never. After conducting an internal investigation, Chiquita has determined that the malicious copy was produced by a rogue public relations representative, frustrated by the fact that her local office has yet to rebuild the designated smoking gazebo out back after removing it three years ago. Rest assured that Chiquita has handled the matter in-house by subjecting her to corrective action at the hands of one of the many Colombian paramilitary terrorist groups we have funded for decades and are still literally doing today to intimidate workers and and to protect our vast monopolistic botanical empire. Look it up. We hope this clears up some of the unfortunate misconceptions our previous advertisement may have created. With the truth in hand, please feel free to enjoy a tasty Chiquita banana on this holiday without guilt or reservation. Chiquita bananas. So I'm glad we got that cleared up. That was, that was, yeah, we got so many angry emails from Chiquita. This took a few weeks to clear up. I mean, they they were not pleased with the way that advertisement went. And honestly, I can't blame them. I'm a little surprised that they let that copy go now. I'm sure they should have some checks and balances. And somebody just was like, ah. Yeah, somebody really screwed the pooch on this one. I'll yeah, be it wasn't us. I would argue rocks aren't designed to kill people, but we that works anyway. But I think Chiquita bananas are specifically, I mean, listen, as a sponsor, I, I have to emphasize again, these are ripe, delicious bananas. <laughs> and I, I don't know if they're supposed to be used for bludgeoning in that way. And also, we haven't received any advertisement for rocks yet, so I'm not particularly interested in their effectiveness at killing yeah. another human being. Uh, agreed. <laughs> Yeah, as, as as far as they as far as implements of murder, yeah, we're not sponsored by rocks. No, we're certainly not. As far as our implements of murder uh, portfolio goes, uh, so that's uh, that's all I had. To, you want to move on to the questions for this special holiday edition of the Brose Podcast? Sean's got them in front of him. He's I, holding the envelope. I do three glasses, which say it's the envelope says drink more wine except on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> that seems pointed. Thank God it's Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. we're good. At least we, it's, yeah. uh, we have Sunday. Very unchristian. No, very. It's true. It's true. Yeah. You are not resting. Sunday wine did not turn out well for me last night. <laughs> <time. laughs> you don't want to drink on Sunday because you work the next day. You <clears> want to drink on Tuesday because you work during the day and work the next day. <laughs> yeah, it's the key. Consistency. All right. Are you guys ready? For the first Christmas question. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> it's a good one. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? See, we, we did this one. We, no, we already this. talked about this. See, sort of. Sort of. Well, yes, but, but we didn't talk about it on Christmas. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we didn't. Who was the question by, by the way? Uh, this is by no one. Okay, so it might be one of our One of our, our significant others. So okay. we... I think it's Martha... We discussed this on 3-2, mm-hmm. which just came out the day that we're recording. It's true. This episode. <laughs> yeah, so they wouldn't have... Really doing a time warp here, but yeah. yes. So, in that conversation, we have said, according to Tim, if you want to reiterate yourself, Tim... There's only two types of people in this world. People who think Die Hard's a Christmas movie, and people who are wrong. It happened and, on Christmas. Christmas is a central... 
I, plot so, device. So I agree. And is that, but is that the only qualification for a Christmas movie? According to ABC Family, yes, Where, because mm, Harry Potter. Mm. But the which is okay. That's that bullshit. Is, Harry Potter that's is not a Christmas like, movie. That takes up a whole school and, year. And it is only yes, Christmas only happens one <laughs> time. It's just such a small part of the movie. Yeah. It doesn't matter except I, the Weasleys give sweaters. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just. It's I'm, not I'm, central to the plot. Yeah, but the, it's, well, but. Is, yeah. But in this case, it is because yeah. it is the entire. It just takes place on. It's just Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, it's a Christmas movie. It's it's it is a Christmas film. Christmas is a central part of the movie. That's mostly all the criteria that I need for for a Christmas movie. It is. Yeah. It's like a hardcore, like a Hallmark movie mm-hmm. because Christmas is the impetus that gets every, the ball rolling mm-hmm. across yeah. the board. It, we yeah. we could definitely break it down into the same categories that we did a Hallmark movie and find everything in Die Hard. Yeah. What I want to know is the counter argument. Let's not do that. Present yes. the count- I want somebody to present the counter argument for it not being a Christmas movie because I need to know is Christmas movie just mean it's like this saccharine like trickly kind of like sweet story kind of thing? I will play devil's advocate because I'm generally fairly good at playing devil's advocate in situations like this. Specifically for this one. Well, no, Christmas just in general situations like this one. Um, it is not a Christmas movie because it has although it takes place during a Christmas party and it is, I believe it's also Christmas Eve when this Christmas party is happening. It doesn't revolve around Christmas. Like, Christmas isn't the main plot point. It is just a B story to the rest of it. It is mm. the reason these people are here is because of a Christmas party. However, it is Hans Gruber, I believe his name is, mm-hmm. who is attacking this place. It becomes a full on action flick and less of like Christmas takes a back step. To what the rest of the movie is, I guess. But it. <laughs> so if you were to watch a year without a Santa Claus, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, uh, any other Santa Claus themed, mo- like named movie, like it's all about the story of Christmas. Whereas Die Hard isn't about the story of Christmas. It's about the story of some uh, ridiculously awesome cop. Mm. Saving his wife, ex-wife, his ex-wife, but ex-wife. I think you're then defining Christmas movie as a as a whole genre as opposed to like a. I think there's a difference between a genre of movie and then like a theme or a type of movie. Like like White Man Can't Jump and Remember the Titans are both sports movies. Yeah, but White Man Can't Jump is not the same movie as Remember the Titans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no like, it's just it's they're both sports movies, but they're they're very different types of film. And I think yeah. it's the same way with. You know, Die Hard and, I don't know, the, the Santa Claus 2. The Mrs. Claus. <laughs> I've got to get married? <laughs> and then well, Santa Claus, what was Santa Claus 3? I can't even remember. Uh, that was the yeah. Escape Claus. Jack Frost. <laughs> that was with uh, Martin Short as Jack Frost. Right. Yes. You know, the, only, the best Christmas movie besides um, Die Hard is uh, Jingle All the Way. Obviously. The Schwarzenegger, movie? the Schwarzenegger movie. I think it was oh, Elf. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I would disagree. I think it's Elf. We'll hold off on this because I, I, I don't uh, know what else is in that okay. envelope, but I have a yeah. feeling that that might come if up somewhere. If it's not, else. we'll just at yeah, the we'll, end. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to this it. if we need yeah. to. No, All right. but that, that was definitely Martha because she texted me. I'm so mad that I'm listening to 3.2 after I submitted the questions for this recording. Okay. <laughs> She asked you, the text was just, is Die Hard a Christmas movie, but directed to you specifically? <laughs> I guess so. Every so often, just keep throwing at you. <laughs> it's Tuesday, you know what time it is. <laughs> Let's fight about this. <laughs> okay, question number two. 
What is your least favorite Christmas song and why? Submitted oh. by the great Alex Kesnow. Oh, this is easy. Well, actually, this is not easy because there's so many bad ones. Um, Dominic the Donkey. Oh, Fuck it. How oh, dare you? Oh. How dare you? Fucking hate it. It's a goddamn classic. This got the little friend. His name is Dominic. That song bangs. All right. No, that song uh, is terrible. That song <laughs> slaps. <laughs> Dominic. Not Santa only slaps, also whips. Why the fuck does he need a, a, a fucking donkey to climb the mountains? Because, he flies over the fucking mountain. No, because the reindeer can't climb the hills of Italy. How, when because they, land, they fly. When they get to the street corner, how do they, how do you, do you, do you just have to fly? Like, okay, we're at number three, now we have to go to number four, so the reindeer just yeah, fly in the air. <sighs> it's such an... It, it's logistic. I don't know if you understand. We have global warming. We can't be using reindeer energy like that. Just go from three to four. Logistically, it doesn't energy. make sense for them to fly from building to building. <laughs> It's gonna take too long for him to get up into the air and then get back onto the onto the yeah, next. You're building. assuming he has so, to go high. He can literally just like. What's the do- the do- the donkey would have to climb down off the roof, take it over here, and then climb up. That's gonna take so much longer and so much more energy. Here's the thing, though. After all that flying, the reindeer are getting a little restless, and you honestly you see them kick every so often. Thing about Dominic the donkey, you never see him kick. Yeah, because he kicks you in the face. <laughs> you don't see it coming. <laughs> you never see it coming. Um, all right, so Tim's wrong. Uh, Rich, what do you? What, what is um, your vote for the worst one? It's the worst one. Um, all right, I'm gonna have to say, and it's. I think this is actually a good song, but the it's such a sad, depressing song mm. that I don't want to listen to it. It's the two red shoes, the Christmas shoes, the Christmas oh shoes. My That's God, it. It's so depressing. It is such a depressing song that. During a holly jolly time like Christmas, I don't want to fucking hear that. Yeah. What, re- refresh my memory. I don't. I don't know. It's, it's pretty much a song about a kid whose mom gets cancer and dies, and all he wanted to do was buy her two red shoes. Is this one that goes like Dear Mr. Jesus or something? Or am I, am I thinking of something he else? He goes. He goes to a store and he's trying to buy these shoes, and he's like, "Hey, Mister, how much are these shoes? Can you help me?" Oh, that's uh, right. My mommy is dying, and she might not make it through the night. But I think these shoes are these shoes are just her size, oh. and I think she would want to look pretty if she goes to see Jesus tonight. Oh. It's just like holy fuck, just rip my yeah. heart out and it stop is, on it. It is a brutal song. Like, like yeah. it's like it's well done, but it's just the story of it is just so depressing that I'm like I don't want to hear it I'm going to consider that my worst Yeah, because I will change the station if it comes on he kills them the whole point is it's supposed to be festive and joyous yeah and and yeah I understand not everyone has the festive joyous Christmas that some of us may have it's there's there's a time and a place for hearing depressing things and Mm -hmm. for Christmas and I'm going to throw some shade at my way for Christmas for a single guy who lives on his own I don't need that shit right (laughs) now That's a fair point. Uh, yeah. Sean, what is your vote? My, I would, I think, so I don't, this is hard. I think Christmas rapping. Oh. You know the like song? A- any? Yeah. No, the song no, Christmas. The, the oh, there's song a song called Christmas rapping. rapping. Yeah, it's like, it's not good. Oh, man. I I, it is, it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of ladies rapping. Okay. 
Is it like the somebody well known? Is this like a traditional? So like obviously not traditional. Oh, but is, like, is it well is known? Popular. Like, this is a uh, well known one. On. Okay. I didn't realize it was called Christmas wrapping. Martha and it's I actually had this waitresses. conversation like a week ago. The waitresses. Okay. The the air quotes around wrapping. I'm just right. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Wrapping. Ribbity, it's ribbity, ribbity, to be a pun, Damn it. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, it's the one that's like Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, okay. That's all trash. Yeah, yeah, it's trash. Right, it's good. It's a garbage song. song. That's a bad song. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's typically a toss-up for me, and it's usually like when I listen to the holiday tradition station on Sirius for too long because theoretically you think, oh, this is all like the you know the Sinatra, the Andy Williams kind of stuff, but when you listen for that for too long, you get to the stuff that doesn't make it on to like B one hundred one or whatever that station is, and so you get to really get in the drag. Uh, so my pick is Snow, uh, which I think is – it's not Andy Williams. I can't remember who specifically does it, but it's from the movie White Christmas, and it's straight garbage. <laughs> uh, there's no there's no particularly good melody to it, and the premise of the song in the context of the movie is that all the characters are on a train going to, like, some Christmas – some some holiday resort – and they're talking about how much it's snowing and how they're going to wash their face, hands, face, and hair with snow because they just fucking love snow so much. <laughs> wash your hair with snow, and in a spade of snow, I'll make a man that's made of snow. It's just it doesn't go anywhere. It's just marveling at the the curative properties of snow. It's bad. It's not catchy in any <clears> way, and it sort of because it's on a train has that chug a chug a train <laughs> sound in the background, which is supposed to be like. Oh, what a peppy song! But it's 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 in a holiday that is dominated by fluff, empty garbage songs. It is the fluffiest, <laughs> emptiest garbage song that there is. Yes, you know what song I just thought of that I very much like, but really doesn't hold up to any amount of scrutiny is "Baby It's Cold Outside." Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So, yes. I very much like that song. I think it's a good song, mm-hmm. but it's like if you if you spend even a moment thinking about what's going on, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is very bad. That, that is <laughs> the the award winner for Christmas song with the most thing pieces written about, about it on the internet. You know, it's like. How fa- it's like the argument is like actually this is a good song for feminism kind of <laughs> yeah. argument like th- there's been a lot of uh, discussion about that there's song. there's one other song that Sean and Mary actually sh- taught me about the other day it is Michael Bublé's cover <laughs> of Santa Baby oh my god <laughs> yeah Santa, oh my god oh, I love it Santa I, Buddy oh my god it's just, Santa it's, Buddy it's three and a half minutes of Michael Bublé trying to buddy. fuck Santa <laughs> it's three and, <laughs> and what's wrong enough, with that no, it's, Santa Buddy not even it's almost, let it's me not, see your penis buddy it's not it's, weird it's, I'll show you my buddy if you show me yours <laughs> it's not it's, it's three and a half minutes just stay right there <laughs> Three and a half minutes of of Michael Bublé basically saying no homo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a beautiful voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they, they, I'm in all, the dulcet I'm, tones of Michael Bublé, <laughs> no homo. Like, he's, he's, like, he's he is a great performer, amazing singer. The way he twisted this song. Just so he could yeah. essentially be no homo. It's brutal. Like, dude, it's come so on. funny. It's amazing. <laughs> I love so, it. so she and him did a cover of Baby It's Cold Outside with uh, Zoe Zay Chanel and ZZ Ward, and they flip flop the role. So Zoe, so the, the female character is, is presented as the, the pursuer in that point. And so that's like, okay, for kind of a, a dodgy song, you know, you know, 
socially, it puts a little spin on it. But the first time I heard that was at your house, <laughs> and it it was his, it was exactly what it was. Every time it was Santa Buddy, it was like another like it was like listening to like a shoe drop, a shoe drop. Like, oh no, Santa Buddy, Santa Buddy. Yeah. Oh god, that's that's a good pick. Take, taking a quick call back to talking about depressing songs. Because I listened today to 3.2, and you guys had mentioned how much of a depressing video Happiness is by Bastille, yeah. I fucking watched that at work and was bawling my eyes out. <laughs> Why oh, would you man. do that? We warned you. Yeah, we told you. Look, That's it, you told you weeks ago. And, and you told, it, how drunk was I at that point? But also, yes... It made it worse because I've put down two dogs in two years. Oh, like, um, I rip, was just thick. Rip Frankie and Loki. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The whole time I was just like, oh, this is... And the dog was a golden retriever. Frankie was a golden retriever. I was just like, fuck. Yeah, your dogs were dope. Yeah. yeah. Sorry Back. about that. Had hey, Merry just, Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry <laughs> Christmas. I had to just do that. Oh, dear, oh, oh, oh. Okay, so we got our least favorite songs. Yep. What is next? All right, so this is Matt's mom. Mm-hmm. Are there any household chores you secretly enjoy? Great Christmas theme question. Which one and why? Any household chores that you enjoy? Secretly. You can't S- tell a fucking soul. <laughs> except God. for right now. Wow, except for right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Public the secret's out! <laughs> um, mowing the lawn. Mm. I enjoy it's It's like, it's a pain in the ass to do, but like, it's... Kind of peaceful. It's when I just, did that, I used to like it a lot, too. Yeah. I would listen to music, and you really can get yeah. in the zone, and you're just like, I'm just doing this. It's like yeah. a weird... So I hate nature. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it is a very, like, it's a very peaceful moment. Because the 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 lawnmower is like really intense white noise. So you yeah. can't really... It's just you isolated with your lawn, and you're like... Yeah, and it's it's repetition. It's... I wouldn't say easy, per se, because I wait for my grass to be about a foot and a half long before I mow it. <laughs> but it's, like, it's just something that, like, it gets me out of the house. I'm doing something. And, yeah, the white noise, listening to a podcast or music, I just, I I have an easier time doing that than I do the fucking dishes. Oh, I love Okay. So, mine is the dishes. <laughs> And I love doing them because I'll like throw on the Golden Girls and like watch it when I'm like, and it's and it is a very calming thing to just like go through them one by one. And folding clothes is the same. It's the same type of thing. I love doing them. Like I I won't some a lot of times, but like when there's a lot of dishes, when I like post up and I'm like I'm gonna do dishes for the next forty five minutes, watch two episodes of Golden Girls, <laughs> banging out. I really do enjoy that because it is very monotonous mm. and very. It's very I and like I actually kind of get frustrated when people stop me from doing those things because I'm like I'm in a zone mm. and I'm very much doing that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm dishes as well, and I think it's any of those that like is imme- like immediately satisfying, especially like the, for, for the most part. We, we have jobs that are are desk based, and you know the the payoff comes later, and you're using it for part of your brain. So any one of these chores where there's like immediate payoff, like I clean this dish and it is clean now, mm-hmm. like yeah. where it is out of my sight, it is in the dishwasher, that kind of thing. The dishes is like that with me because I like cooking, and because this is just an avenue for me to do more cooking once these things are clean. <laughs> so uh, I I actually kind of agree with both of you. I don't mow the lawn right now for where I currently live, but when I did have a lawn mower and did have a lawn to mow, uh, it was it was awesome. Popping the headphones, nobody bothers you. And it's just like 
It, it, was, it was the same thing. You immediately see the results because it's like the grass is shorter. This mm-hmm. is great. Uh, no, not, not, none of these. Things. <laughs> uh, uh, closest would probably be mowing the lawn, but all of the lawns I've ever had to mow were like the biggest pieces of shit with like just the weirdest mixes of grass that even if it's only an inch tall and you're trying to cut it shorter, it's just like, no, I'm going to choke up your brand new fucking lawnmower or just pits and holes everywhere. So that was always a nightmare or just, oh, here's a uh, 45 degree slope. Mm. This is dang, that's a danger. That's danger. Yeah. Yeah. So that was never fun. Hate doing dishes, laundry. Meh. The closest thing I could get to like just secretly loving is power washing anything. Oh my god! Yes. Like being the facilities guy at Wawa, and they're like, "Oh, power washing is coming up," and I'm like, "Fucking right, it is." <laughs> Going like I, I am not a morning person by any stretch of the imagination. I never have been. I never will be. <laughs> But I would go in like two hours early. One, just because it made my life easier, less people to deal with having to do all this power washing. But also just because like I go in, there's nobody there. I set everything up, pop in the headphones, get in the zone. And it's the same kind of thing. Like you, you get that immediate satisfaction of like, that's clean now. Damn right. That's beautiful. That is a beautiful thing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. My least favorite is laundry. Oh. And I've had several occasions where I've talk, I talked with my old roommate, uh, the incomparable David Bennett, and we had several discussions of how much money we would pay to never have to do to do washing and folding of laundry ever again. And I lived with David Bennett for three and a half years, and that number ballooned from about $400 the first time to several thousand dollars <laughs> by the end of that three and a half years. It's just something about it. Like... Even though it's it's ostensibly the same sort of task as doing the dishes, for some reason I cannot stand folding laundry. It's the worst thing to me. I I have a laundromat a block away from my house. I consider going there rather than doing my own load of laundry because I have to do two loads. Mm-hmm. Instead, at the laundromat, I can do fucking one, <laughs> and that's all I want to do. I want to yeah. go, wash, dry, leave. Yeah, I don't like doing laundry, but I like folding it. Yeah. That's oh, you like folding it? I like folding. I don't like putting it in the washer and moving it to the dryer because I always forget. Yeah. <laughs> and it takes forever. Right. And there's so many goddamn clothes in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I've had the same load of laundry in the dryer for about a week now. Yeah. Because I'm just, I'm <laughs> going do stairs in the morning, pulling it out of the dryer and putting it on and mm. going to work. Mm. Yeah. My biggest issue with doing laundry is just like, all right, it's cleaned, it's folded, time to put it away. Nope, time to nope. put it in a pile over there yep. and I'll just take what I need when I need it. Yep, <laughs> oh, yeah. exactly. I, and with the process of trying to sell my house, I'm trying to make sure it's decluttered. So recently I donated a shit ton of clothes to where I only have one dresser. I now still have two dressers because I put shit in there yeah. that's unfolded that I just didn't take the time to fold and put into my dresser. There were several occasions in college uh, where I would do the laundry. I go up to the, the the laundry room in our in our dorm, come back, and rather than fold the laundry, because folding laundry is the thing for me. It's the absolute bane of my existence. I would put it all on the top bunk. I was slept on the top bunk in college. And I would just sleep with the clothing <laughs> for several days at a time. And I would lose like socks and shirts and everything because they'd fall down on the on the wall side of the bunk bed and fall in between the bed. And so we'd move out at the end of the year. I just find like 18 pairs of socks. <laughs> like 
I, I was the worst human. I I, I was the same way. I was the same way. I shared a room with my brother until he moved out at like twenty two or something like that. And I, I'm two years younger than him, so I was about twenty. And because of the way our dresses were set up, where my bed was on the left side, my dresser was on the right, his bed was on the right side, but his dresser was on the left. I would just throw all my clothes on the bed, and then when I went to bed, push it all onto the floor, mm-hmm. and walk literally on top of my yeah. freshly clean clothes, <laughs> absolutely, and just pull it out of out of the pile and put it on. It's efficiency. Yeah, you got to get it done sometimes. <laughs> I understand. All right, hot chore talk. Uh, what's next on the list? Christmas chores. Oh, Christmas uh, chores. Okay. Right? Do you think the baby will be a boy or a girl? God damn it. <laughs> From Jacob. <laughs> oh, Jacob. Um, as long as it's a human, I'm happy. Okay. Nope, it's a lizard person. <laughs> lizard person. Wow. Okay, yeah. so I've actually put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> All right. And I think it's going to be a girl for no reason. Okay. But... If I listen, if I'm listening to my gut, as I did with all of those baseball questions from the previous, <laughs> I did pretty good. Yep. Also, I have a 50-50 shot of being right, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go on the record saying it's going to be a girl, mm-hmm. and then if it's wrong, no skin off my neck. But if I'm right, I called it. I'm saying it's a boy, just a quarter <laughs> that side of the market. <laughs> with with, uh, with what I had mentioned in the last episode, having six nieces. And all of my friends, ever since I started having, uh, my family started having, started having friends. Oh, all of my friends, dude. All of my friends have had boys. Oh, so yeah. you are having a boy. Okay, mm. I'm going, girl. Thank ah. you. Okay, you're welcome. Split. I got your back, Fifty split. Good job. Gender's yeah. a construct. Yep. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> What's your favorite Christmas memory? Christmas memory. Ooh, this is a nice question. I'm That's happy. That's a deep question. Is that from anybody or just? It's it's from one of our spouses mm. or significant others. Favorite Christmas memory. These are all really. I think this is hard because I think Christmas as a whole for me has kind of been a very happy time. I actually, one of my favorite Christmas memories isn't like a nice one. It's just something that happened. Where when uh, I was I was at my dad's house, so this is like a long time ago, and he had bought me a Nintendo sixty four for Christmas, and but like the first present I opened was Banjo Kazooie, <laughs> and my he he lived with his mom. And my grandma was so upset at him because he was like that was supposed to be like the last fucking present he opened. That was like like it was supposed to lead up to that, but he just. <laughs> Wrapped the he like wrapped the system and put it in the back. But wrapped all the games and just plopped them in front <laughs> like an idiot. And so like I remember the, her being so mad at him and just it, it and it's now like as an adult it's such an adult anger like being like you ruined the surprise yeah you piece of shit you got your happiness in the wrong order yeah <laughs> my mom made that mistake once and now like ever since we were little kids it's like. Check the tag because it'll either say like A or one yeah. or two or three. Like you do not order open them out of order. Yeah. Fucking no. Yeah. I think there's there's a lot of them. In terms of sweet memories, there's a there's a lot of them. It mostly involves my family. Or last year, you know, it was the first Christmas that Jenna and I spent together in the house together. The one that's jumping oh. to mind. It's so sweet. It is. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very nice. It's like, hey, this is ours. This is our Christmas and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. 
the one that's jumping to mind though is 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 going to be characteristically smart ass. And it was the first Christmas that Jenna and I had together when we were dating. And it's because um, for years I've so my my wife Jenna is a clinical pharmacist, and I knew her in college, went through pharmacy school and everything. And my my regular joke was that her whole job was just to learn how to throw pills into a bottle from like twenty <laughs> feet away, which as as anybody will tell you is all a pharmacist does. But so so. Jenna got understandably annoyed with me anytime I did this. So the first Christmas we were dating, this is like a month after I asked her out. I went on Amazon and went through, uh, went to various other websites and purchased a bright orange waste bin, a piece of cardboard, uh, white cardboard as a lid. And bought like a hundred ping pong balls <laughs> and painted it all like little RX symbols on them <laughs> and presented the two as her Christmas gift so that she could toss pills in to a, to a trash can from however long way and be literally do her job at any time. So she could be practiced. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's very genius. Practical. It's practical. It's, it's very practical. So I, I, I'm going with that just because. She didn't break up with me immediately, <laughs> and so I was like, "All right, this is gonna work." If this if this didn't uh, make you too mad to like just dump me on the spot, so so I'll, I'll go with that one just because. And and she got me so, like a, a very nice like retro CD that night and everything. So it was a really nice. Uh, oh no, she got, in addition to the retro CD, she got me a flask with a shot glass inside Ooh. of it. So this is again, this is again the 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 expression of love through consumerism. It was it was exactly one hundred percent me. So <laughs> so I was I was thrilled with that one. So I, I will go with that one as as the one story I'll share. Oh man, for me it's it's pretty tough. Um, so I have a few that are like good. Two are like kind of jokes, or one is kind of like a joke. The other one is like a sweet one. And so to start off with the sweet one, um, when me and my brother got our first jobs, when my brother got his first job for Christmas, he got my mom diamond earrings. When I got my first job, I got my mom for Christmas diamond earrings. Hmm. Made her ball her eyes out. Oh. She was so happy. Um, as a joke, though, a few years later, um, my dad, my parents got an Xbox 360 for the family, air quotes, mm-hmm. but gave it to my brother to open. <sighs> so, so it's his. No, no, no. It's It was the family's. They said, this is for the family, but you're allowed to open it because he didn't get a big, I, like, I think I got um, Rock Band to open and my sister got a fairly big gift. He didn't get a huge gift. He just got a bunch of small ones. So they're like, you're allowed to open this. This is primarily yours. But when you move out, it's, it stays here. It's for the family. Um, so I think like a few years later, after he had moved out, I bought myself a PS3, put it in a box, wrapped it up, gave everybody their gifts, went to my dad. You can open this, but it's for me. <laughs> when I move, it's staying with me, but everybody can use it. And he opens it up, and it's a PS3. Yeah. So I was like, I just, I, I thought it was hilarious what you did. I had to do this myself. It was fun to do. <laughs> um, but then, like, the thing that always gets me heartfelt is, prior to knowing you guys, I used to not be big gift giver with friends. And then ever since knowing you guys and being involved in your Christmas gifts... You guys gift me every year, and I just, 
I, I just I get so choked up. <laughs> and I just get so happy. It's like I didn't I, I like I I'm the way I see it. I'm a gift behind everybody because everybody gifted me a year that I didn't get them. <laughs> so I need to keep. Gifting I haven't them. forgotten. <laughs> and, so I have to keep gifting them. And then of course people make it difficult by putting chocolate chip cookies in the survey I'm doing. <laughs> and I say no chocolate chip cookies. God damn it! Whoever Fuck added that is a hero. Explain this to the listener. Because this is <laughs> just. Just a, a quick aside. Uh, last year I made cookies for everybody. I decided I'm just going to do that this year because um, I don't have the kind of money to give gifts to a billion people. But you're a damn good baker, <laughs> but I am a damn good baker. So I bake cookies for people, and then like I'll give like a gift card or something small or whatever along with it. So this year I put on our Facebook event page. Hey guys. I'm trying to figure out everybody's cookie preference, so I want to know what you like besides chocolate chip cookies. So just do me a favor and click a couple of options. If your favorite cookie isn't on here, add it and see what people like. Then uh, Troutman decided to immediately. add immediately <laughs> chocolate chip cookies. Which now has the third most votes. <laughs> Give the people what they want, Rich. <gasps> Writing campaigns are the bane of a fucking democracy. <laughs> yeah, Shout why, out why to Trout, who will never fucking hear this because he doesn't listen to us yet, and I keep busting his balls. But well done, sir. Well done. Yeah, yeah try. <laughs> That's so good. I'll be honest, I voted for chocolate chip cookies. I didn't even see the part where you said. <laughs> well, well, I was like, oh, the, no, the best part was obviously. I was I was over Sean and Mary's the entire day. I went over for breakfast and then we watched the Eagles game and play games and stuff. So at one point I was like, how should I do this? And they're like, just do a poll. So I, I filled out the poll. And then, like, maybe an hour in, I look at it, I'm like, somebody fucking put chocolate chip <laughs> Seven cookies. votes for chocolate chip cookies. And, and Mary's like, do you want me to say something? I'm like, if you want. So she takes a screenshot and highlights, besides chocolate chip cookies. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, and Mary's heart is in the right place. But she's got to know better at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, she's got to know better than to draw attention to the fact that this is not what you wanted. <laughs> as so, soon as I saw her drawing attention to it, I was just like, yeah, <laughs> got him. Yep, done. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that's, I have a lot of sweet Christmas memories, and those are the handful that are like always in my head when it comes to Christmas. Like, that's nice, man. Oh, my friends love me. My mom loved the diamond <laughs> earrings that I don't know if she still wears. I got my dad a PS3, but it was mine. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, what do you what do you have as far as memories? Uh, Christmas, I've got a ton. Christmas has always held a really special place in my heart with my family. Uh, holidays in general never were never like huge. The only two we really went all out for was Thanksgiving and Christmas. That like those were the two. And Thanksgiving is just let's hang out and eat food all day. Completely different atmosphere than Christmas <laughs> is. But um, so. I've got a sweet one and then like a dick one. It's gonna be a theme. It's like <laughs> sweet one and then yeah. one about a dick. Yep. <laughs> and then one that's just broy. Um, so the sweet one is my the one of our family traditions is Christmas Eve. We always go out to Chinese food, and it's not just like Hong Kong buffet up the street. Although we have done that like mm. twice, uh, but we normally try to go to like a nice place. So. In Exton, like seven owners ago, this little place in what's the Kohl's Shopping Center, uh, now it's like Z-Way or something like that. 
but we we were we had been going there for the couple years and this was shortly after i moved to the area and so i'm like five maybe six my next older brother nicholas is only a couple years older than me still full of imagination and all this other shit (laughs) so they had like a little fish pond in the middle of the restaurant and a little bridge that went over it so as we're waiting for our food like we took turns that i would call out the fish and he would pretend to record like Oh, I found this fish. Oh, I found this fish. And then he would call them out, and I'd write down, Oh, you saw this fish. And mm. It was just like sweet, innocent, beautiful family bonding. Uh, next one, several years later, my sister, who's the oldest of us, bought me the game Rascal for PlayStation. Okay. And I literally opened it, and I'm like, Oh, this. because i had played the game i wanted to know if i wanted it so i like played a demo back when demos were things Mm. and it was fucking garbage (laughs) and i distinctly remember telling everyone this game is terrible and she bought it for me anyway and i was like oh and she just like walks out of the room and cries it's crippling her yeah and then uh for like a decade Shortly after I met Matt, uh, so I guess two decades at this point. Yeah, geez, me man. and my oldest brother, since we never really had a lot of money, and if we were going to buy presents, it was going to be for our parents. Uh, we were just like, high five, high five, Merry Christmas. Done. And that was it. <laughs> that's good. That's great. Let's get you come to that agreement. Like, that's, yeah. again, corny as it is, that literally is what it is about. Like, if you if you enjoy that kind of moment with your family. Yeah. funny aside uh on the game aspect my mom used to give my christmas list to my brother and say are these games good should i get them for because i i love like any video game yeah like i would just ask for any ridiculous video game Mm -hmm. so she would like are these worth the money and he'd go through yes 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 no yes 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 yeah yeah yeah. my mom would not buy a game if it wasn't on a christmas list and like even to this day she still is like I need your Christmas list. I need your Christmas list. Right. And it's like, here's a couple things that are legitimate. Here's what system it's for. So you don't have to guess. And then like somewhere in there is always a Dodge Viper red with black accents. <laughs> and then like an angel paintball gun, because at one point that was just like a phenomenal paintball gun. Mm. So it's just always on there just as a joke. What, yeah. what I'm hearing right now is Brose paintball. Brose paintball. Oh my God. Yes. Live podcast from we in the bunker. <laughs> I've got enough paintball guns for all of us, so we don't I, have to. I've rant. got my own. We'll be hiding out. Rich, go. We'll oh, answer shit, this question while you get shot. Yes. Just send somebody out to do it. Like, oh god. Oh good. Good Christmas memories. I I I thought of one more. Okay. And this was I don't know if it might have been the first Christmas I spent with Mary and Jake at our old house in Cherry Hill, and the way that the old house was set, it was a ranch. And our Christmas tree was in the living room, and Jake's room was right off of the living room. So, like, you'd have to go, you'd have to, yeah, and and as was the bathroom. So, in order to go to the bathroom, you had to cross past the living room. And and we were like, you cannot see the presents before we're awake, because our room was on the opposite side of the house. And so, if you want to get us, text us, and we'll wake up and we'll come over. Mm. And uh, he texts us at, like... Five in the morning, and he's like, I have to I go to the be. bathroom. <laughs> and we're like, Okay, go to the bathroom. I don't care. <laughs> like, at this point, we, you, you know, just you've earned it at this yeah. point. Like, if you're gonna work this hard for it, that's good. Cool. So he goes to the bathroom, 
And then Texas, like, half an hour later, and it's like, there's no toilet paper. And we're like, <laughs> half an hour later. <laughs> the dude takes some adult shit. <laughs> and, and so we're like, okay. So we, and we were like, oh, oh shit, we don't have any, we don't have, we don't have toilet paper. Yeah. And so Mary's parents lived across the street. And so we go outside, we go, we, we text them, and we're like, we, we're out of toilet we, we need toilet man. paper, it's five o'clock in the morning on Christmas, we need toilet paper. And so they, they wake up and go, okay, because they're all adults and don't give a shit. And they're like, why are you waking me up for toilet paper? So we walk outside, and down the street, a house is on fire. What? <laughs> Yeah, left field. Like, like, uh, like a like, not even a block down. The house in the corner is on fire, <laughs> and we call the police, and we're like, "Holy shit, there's a house on fire!" And they're like, "We know, we got, uh, we got a bunch of calls about it. Turns out, like, their oven had caught fire. It wasn't like a Christmas tree or anything. Mm. But we're just like, holy shit! And we're like talking to it. We like, her, we like, we call her mom. We're like, you need to come out. There's a house on fire. And then yeah. like, we're talking to neighbors, and we're like, holy shit! Did That's you forget about like, Jacob? 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and Jake texts us. And it's like, did you get toilet paper? <laughs> and we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> so we left that poor child on the toilet on Christmas morning. John for like an hour. <laughs> At least he had a smartphone. Yeah. It's so, so he good. Gave, you told us. Oh. I remember that. It's such a good Christmas memory. It's I, phenomenal. Those, everything worked out for those people. Nobody got hurt. Yeah. Uh, so, Christmas, Christmas poops. Christmas um, poops, man. Okay. All right, let's move it the on. The final question. This is it. From Brian Everett. Oh, boy. Are there other men out there who are also pumped about the recent comeback of Avril Lavigne? Please say yes. <laughs> well, let me no. just double check. Is, Bri- is Brian ever also the one who asked the Mick, Rick and Morty question? Yes, he yes. is. Okay. All right. So Brian's on a roll. Um, <laughs> it's very, it's like very like Andy Rooney-ish, like all of these, like, you ever notice Avril Lavigne's back? You ever notice how you like burping like Rick? <laughs> No. Um, is, so, is she so, back? Yeah, that's my question. Is she back? I had no idea. No. Uh, I, I stopped. So no one Obviously, noticed you, Brian. Well done. Like most American men, I stopped keeping track of Avril Lavigne as soon as she broke up with Chad Kroger of Nickelback. Um, uh, no, she's uh, with Chad Kroger. No, they're when, done. When now. she broke up Derek, with Derek Webley. Yes. Yeah, she broke up with Derek Webley. She's married yeah. to Chad, isn't she? Now they're divorced now, I think. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Wait, she, she was with Chad Kroger? She got married to Chad Kroger. When the fuck Straight did that up, happen? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't was know this when while she was, was doing the Claritin commercials and, like, just... Wait, Avril Lavigne did Claritin commercials? There's a whole world of so Avril Lavigne Avril that Avril Lavigne came out with a song called Head Above Water in September. Okay. That I have not heard. And that also, doesn't make a comeback. In October, apparently, according to Billboard, Avril Lavigne on Lyme disease, I had to accept that I was dying. <laughs> wow. So, I have no idea. I have... <laughs> so out of the she loop. Floored. Uh, apparently, because I, I saw that article a few years ago, she got really fucking bad Lyme disease that almost did kill her. Hmm. Like, I didn't know Lyme disease could kill you that bad. Like, I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah. But yeah, like, she got super sick from Lyme disease. So why you don't go into the fucking woods and get back by ticks? Uh, I, mean, I my, 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 my theory on Avril Lavigne is this. Listen, I'm glad, I, listen, 
I'm glad she's making music. Happy for her. Do what you want. Live your life. Um, it, she, uh, Girlfriend is a legitimately great song. And yeah. I can do without all yep. of the... I'm trying to be like the oh. poppier Alanis Morissette kind of I, stuff. I'm so mad you mentioned Girlfriend because I was going to say, yeah, my thoughts on Avril Lavigne is, hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. I think you need a new one. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah, so obviously we have some hot takes on Avril Lavigne. Yeah, very strong. Who did a cover of Oh Holy Night to bring it back to Christmas. <laughs> she did? She did. On an album that also had Green Christmas performed by the Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, Christmas song by the Dave Matthews Band and White Christmas by the Flaming Lips. Oh, <laughs> oh man! And uh, Xmas Cake by Milo Kylie. I don't know what that is. But okay, yeah. So Avril Lavigne's back, Tim. Dope. Um. Yeah, I didn't know she was making a comeback. Did Last she I ever heard... really leave? Yeah, this is true. Like, you can't yes, call the comeback if gone. you've been there for years. Well, she, she was gone So for do you think she was, she was replaced by a clone? Wasn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, right. a, that was a working theory, wasn't it? Like, mm-hmm. she died a while ago. <laughs> yeah. and Probably when she got Lyme disease. This is Avril, too. Yeah, so rip original Avril. Yeah. Good, but the new Avril's doing great. Release Girlfriend, and I'm all about it. <laughs> so, if we're going to go on, uh, on on that conspiracy theory, what about, uh, what's his name from the Beatles? Uh, Paul McCartney. Who cares? Paul well, McCartney, is supposedly, he died in that car accident in the 60s, and they replaced oh, him in some way. Is the straw, the hot Paul McCartney isn't good take. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. But it's also what, the Beatles, so who cares? One of the greatest songwriters of all time, but yeah, you're right. I mean, who, <laughs> who really cares? <laughs> I know they're not 21 Pilots. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have to be. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm... Look, I, don't, I, like, I, I can guarantee Beatles, you that just, all me. of that second Panic at the Disco album was straight Beatles influence. It was. A little bit. Straight up, nine in the L- afternoon is a bit. Beatles song. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm no, going it's not. Okay, a little bit. Okay, a bit. Okay, all right. Um, is that all that we have for the Christmas question? That's all Christmas question. We did it. This is the Christmas special, guys. It's like Christmas guys. Christmas. As Rich is painting as a petting a pushina corn. Pushina corn. Uh, is that t- what you t- call that thing? Yeah, it's, it's a, a pushin unicorn. It's pushin. It's a unicorn. What the fuck is pushin? It's an internet. Character. You, well, that's are, that's for later. Christmas. It's it's Santa Pusheen. Oh, we don't have a Santa. It's, the, it's theater of the mind. It doesn't mind. It's radio. <laughs> yeah, it's, radio, it's right? Santa Pusheen. He's like ho 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 ho. Yeah, Does anybody okay. else have any final thoughts, holiday or otherwise, for the gentle listener? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Happy it's, holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. I'm, I'm grateful for all of you. Yeah. Legitimately, and, and, and from the bottom of my heart, you guys are great friends. You know, gratefulness was for Thanksgiving. This is Christmas. You yeah, know, right, fuck you. <laughs> Same grateful thing. For, uh, Tim and Matt. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> called our favorites. No longer thanksgiving. Like, like, you do a very great. Uh, not so much this one. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at mcasnell. That's M K A S Z N E L. Tim. At Tim R. Hansen, spell it like Mbop, bitch. Mr. O'Brien. At Hey, it's SOB. Rich. Uh, at B underscore Walnuts, and uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bros underscore podcast 
on Twitter and email us your questions <clears throat> at brosequestions at gmail.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, uh, the, 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 the space shuttle, like millions of places. It's available everywhere. It's great. You're going to love it. Believe me. So, for the aforementioned bros, my name is Matt Casnell, wishing you all a very happy holiday and, as always, a very pleasant tomorrow. I'm thankful for Rich, I should clarify. I'm thankful for all of you guys. I'm thankful for all the fans that still listen. (laughs) My adoring fan. For some reason.